Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today I wanted to talk about the topic of suffering and how God is with us even in our sufferings. And I know that it can be hard to believe that God is with us in our sufferings because we may have the question that if God is with us, then why am I still struggling? And I know for me, I experienced this recently with a sickness that I had. Um, I had UTI, um, urine infection, and I was just struggling because I've had this a couple times in the past, but I noticed that whenever I would have it, it would be whenever I'm about to minister um, or have like a special event going on and then I would just like randomly have it, but then it would go away. So I just had it recently and I thought that I didn't need medication. So I was like, oh, let me just, you know, pray and it's just gonna leave. And it got worse and worse. And I remember last year I did go to the doctor and they had prescribed me antibiotics. But I remember the antibiotics I took last year, um, it just made my eyes like really red and it lasted for like, you know, one or two days. And so this time I was like, no, I'm not gonna take it, but it just got worse and worse. I'm like, okay. And you know, I prayed about it and I, I felt peace about taking, you know, the medication. However, when I took the medication, it causes, caused my eyes to be red again. And so I was contemplating whether I should go to the doctor and get new antibiotics. But I was like, no, like, let me just keep praying that, you know, God would heal me. And um, the fourth week, it's like still there. Um, the pain had gotten better. However, um, the, the last, I think it was like the last of the end of the third week, um, I remember waking up that one Saturday and I had so much body chills and headaches and I felt horrible. So I decided to go to the actual doctor, get checked up. And it turns out I still have the UTI. Um, however, the lady had recommended that I go to the hospital because she believed that I could have gone to my kidneys. And at that point I was freaking out. I was like, oh my goodness, I should have gone to the doctors earlier to get, you know, so that, you know, antibiotics would be okay. And I remember that moment I texted a bunch of my friends, you know, my husband was praying for me and we got to the hospital and miraculously, by the time I got to the hospital, um, I felt so much better. Like all the headaches were gone, all the body chills were gone. And um, originally when I had went to the clinic beforehand, I had a fever, I had 101.7. By the time I got to the hospital, the fever was gone, the body ache was gone. So I was like, praise the Lord. Um, they still did blood work just to make sure that the infection hadn't gone to uh, my kidneys and praise the Lord it hadn't. And so um, the doctor prescri prescribed me new antibiotics and I was able to take it and praise God I had no crazy side effects and um, you know I'm still taking the antibiotics now but I'm feeling so much better like the pain has actually completely begun but I'm still taking the antibiotics. But I remember in the midst of just going through that whole trial, like right now, as I'm sharing it to you guys, it seems like, oh, it's easy. Like, no, it was hard. I had, I had, you know, a couple breakdowns, a couple tears. I'm just like, God, like, where are you in this? God, like, why aren't you healing me? Are you not with me? Um, but in that moment, I just remember, you know, in that, in that moment of just that lack of faith of God not with me, God reminded that he is with me. And God reminded me that at the end, we, I would be healed. Right. And I think many times when we when we go through sufferings, we question and we start doubting. We start using so much of our emotions, doubting like, what if things don't get better? You know, and maybe your situation isn't a sickness, 
but it could be, you know, a financial situation or with a family member or just something complicated between, you know, any friends or family that you have. Whatever suffering or struggles that you are facing, know that God is with you. And just because you're going through a struggle doesn't mean that he's not with you. What he is doing is he is in through this process of your struggles, God is working in you. You know, he's strengthening your faith. There is a process to it. And so, you know, even in James, it talks about how take joy in the trials that you are facing. James 1, 2 to 6, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work in you so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Like that verse there, guys, is so key because in the process of us going through a, a struggle or a trial, God is per, is building perseverance. He's stirring up our faith, right? Because the only way for our faith to go stronger is for us to go through testings and trials. And because I went through that, I saw how God came through. I was able to re remind myself that God, you're always with me. And even in the midst of the doubts that I had and the discouragement, God was still with me, comforting me. And that there showed me that God is still with me. And in the moment of my doubts, God, you know, especially in the moment of, I was scared, like what if it got to my kidneys? But the Lord reminded me that at the end of the day, I will come out victorious. As children of God, victory is ours. Like we are destined to be victorious. And so we never have to give in to fear or the what ifs. No matter what we go through, like he is with us. And that's why even in Psalm 23, God says, even though I walk the valley of the shadow of death, you are with me. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. And so just because, you know, we are a Christian or we're walking with God, it doesn't mean that we won't go through sufferings, right? It just means that God is with us and he will comfort us. And through our sufferings, we can help others. The comfort that God has given us, we can share that comfort to others, and that's what scripture says here. 2 Corinthians 1, 3-6 says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort which produces a new patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And so what Paul is saying in that passage is that we, you know, when we go through struggles, we receive the comfort of Christ. And because we have received that comfort, we get to share that comfort for those who are also suffering the same thing. Like guys, God wants you to know that there is purpose in your suffering. There is purpose in your process. Right, And I thought that I was going to get instant healing, and some people do. But if you are not getting instant solutions in your problems, know that there's a purpose behind it, and God wants to use what you're going through to help others. So take heart. Don't be discouraged. Don't give in to worry. Like The end result will be victorious. Like God will not fail you. God hears you, and He's for you. And as you go through this process, God is going to be teaching you what it means to have faith. He's going to be digging you deeper in His roots. You're going to start getting revelation that you've never received revelation from anywhere else to help others and so take joy in the trials and the sufferings that you're experiencing i was reading um in sean bolt's book called breakthrough and i love his one um quote that he says in his prayer it says help me god to have childlike faith to know that you can suddenly perform a miracle but also keep me strong if it is a process i love when he read that and that reminded me like god even though I may be going through a process, I will not doubt you, God. 
God, you are so good. You've been so faithful in the past. And, you know, how can we doubt God when he's been so faithful and he has an amazing track record? So, guys, don't be discouraged if you are in a process of suffering, right? Like, that's not going to be, you know, there's joy in the morning, right? There's going to be joy and, victor and victory for you. And so take heart that God is just molding you. He's making you strong because what's to come, there's going to be greater battles. You're going to need greater faith for the next season that God's bringing you in. And so God is growing and stretching your faith right now. I love this other quote that I had read. It says, Christian doesn't provide a smooth flight, but a safe landing. And so that's basically what I've been telling you guys is that, you know, the, the journey may not be smooth, but we will land, right? We will land strong and victorious. And so, you know, you guys may be asking, so what am I called to do then in the midst of my sufferings, in the midst of my trials? Well, here's a great verse for you guys. Romans 12, 12. It says, one, be joyful in hope patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. Those are the three things that you guys should be holding on to and doing, right? Being joyful in hope, right? In this moment, be joyful. Just because you're suffering doesn't mean that you have to be sad and gloomy and depressed, right? God says as children of God, we have the joy, like the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so we have no excuse to never be in joy. God doesn't promise us that we're always gonna, you know, go through, you know, no trials and always have things easy, but he does promise that we can have joy in every season in his peace, right? Jesus says like, you know, peace I give to you, not of the world, but my peace, right? We get to have peace. And the only way that we get to have peace and joy is to have hope in God. So put your hope in God that he hears your prayers and that he is for you and he has a perfect timing for his promise to come. The second thing is be patient in affliction. Right, be patient with God's timing. I know, you know, when we're going through suffering, we don't want to be in it, right? We can be real. We want to get out of it soon. But be patient in that moment. You know, think of positive things instead of the negative things. Think about the positive things. Give thanks to God for what you have in the season, even in the midst of your struggles. And the last thing is faithful and prayer. We need to continue to pray and partner with God, right? Because the battle that we're facing, remember, it's a spiritual battle. Your battles are not against people. It's not against some sickness. Like every single thing is a spiritual battle. That's what Ephesians 6 says. You know, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual things, against principalities, against the enemy. And so we have to be strong and we have to be praying, right? Pleading the blood of Jesus over us for protection and continue to believe for God to come through. And the last thing that I want to encourage you, you guys with is to continue to stand firm. First um, Peter 5, 9 to 10, it says, resist the enemy, resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. May the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Guys, this verse is so good. Like it says resist him. I mean, when you look into the Greek word for resist, it means to withstand, right? We need to stand firm in the midst of our sufferings, in the midst of attacks, right? Ephesians 6 says to stand firm, right? And what that means is don't give in, don't give up your faith. Don't turn around and doubt and give into discouragement um, or fear, but continue to stand firm. And how do we resist him? by walking steadfast in the faith. The only way to withstand the enemy is by the word of God, by his truth. If we don't believe in what God says, you know, we have no other validity against anything else in our lives. You know, like the only thing that we can put our trust in is God's truth. Everything else is just our thoughts and our feelings. 
but hold on to God's truth. Read over Psalm 91. Proclaim Psalm 91 over your life, over your situation. Psalm 91 says, those who dwell in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. That means that as we dwell within the Lord, right, under His shadow, we get to rest, right? We get to rest in His shadow. And so, you know, continue to know that you, for those who are suffering, you, your portion is rest, your portion is joy, your portion is peace. And so don't let the lies of the enemy rob you from any of those things. And so um, before we close, I definitely wanted to pray for you guys. God, I thank you, Lord, for those who are listening in, God. I thank you, Lord, for just each and every one of their lives, God. I just pray right now, God, that you would just bring comfort and peace into their hearts, God. You see, Lord, the sufferings, God, that they have been through, God. Lord, the unmet expectations, God, the longevity, Lord, of their sufferings and their trials. But God, I know, God, that you are about to triumph, God. You're about to come in and bring breakthrough, God. I pray, Lord, that just hope would arise in their hearts, God, that you would awaken their hearts with hope, God, that they wouldn't give up so soon, God. I feel like for some of you guys who are listening, um, you guys are even discouraged and the assignment and the call that God has in your life. Even that, don't let that discourage you because God is going to come through and there's a process. He has a process and in the process, he is only molding you to become the person that he's created you to be. So God, I thank you, Lord, for the process, God, that you've had. I thank you, God, that we get to rejoice in the midst of trials, in the midst of sufferings, God, knowing, Lord, that we are being perfected in your image, God, for a greater purpose for your glory. So I pray, God, that you would strengthen every single listener right now, God, and that they would be rooted in your truth, and that you would pinpoint, God, exactly the lies that they've been believing, God, and that you would wash all the lies away, God, with your truth. So we thank you, Father, in your name we pray, amen. So I pray that this video has blessed you guys. And remember that, you know, God has an amazing plan for your life. This is not the end story. And God will only use what was meant for your harm, for his glory and for your good and to give hope to others. And so if you've been blessed, don't forget to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. If you're on the podcast, you can also subscribe below. Um, and don't forget to also share this with someone. You never know who this can bless. Um, and if you would like to continue to support our ministry, you can do so as well at livingrevelations.com slash donations. So I hope that you guys have been blessed by this and I will talk to you guys in the next video. God bless. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.